You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. Are you having money issues? A lack of creativity? Feeling like you need some zing in your relationship? Today we explore the energies processed by the sacral chakra. Stay with us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for growing, learning, healing, and empowerment. Today we're going to continue our series on the chakras and we are recording this show on Valentine's Day, and it's Valentine's Week when this show will come out. And you may hear it then, or you may hear it later. But the theme of relationships is a big deal for a lot of people, whether romantic or personal. Also, money issues are a big deal for a lot of people. And creativity or a lack of it is a big deal for a lot of people. So I wanted to talk with you about the chakra that addresses those issues. It's the sacral chakra. Now, chakras do move out through the front of the body and the back of the body. They're not just in the front. So the location of the chakra is just above the pubic bone in the front of the body and at the sacrum in the back. And the color is orange for this chakra. And the um, traditional name is Svadisvana. And the translation for that is sweetness of one's own abode. It's your energetic home and your relationship with yourself in the back and your relationship with other people in the front. The element of this chakra is water. And the archetype, especially if you look at tarot cards, is the emperor or the empress. It represents power, fertility, abundance, the ability to create what you want. And if you think about this chakra, which is associated with the reproductive organs, it's appropriate, right? It's interesting because with this chakra, a lot of people who have deficiencies here, they're definitely having money challenges. They're having difficulty attracting money or saving it or keeping it or spending it appropriately or paying off debt. Sometimes they'll have difficulty with their relationships with other people. And this not only is romantic, but all relationships, including business relationships or friendships, The chakra also, I like to call it the sex, money, creativity, and juiciness chakra because it's about experiencing pleasure in life and happiness and joy and having this sense of self-gratification and having a sense of pleasure, delight. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, Please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. So the thing is, if you see people, they're walking around and they're not happy looking. They just look like life is not a positive, joyful experience for them. They probably need some energy flowing through this chakra. And if people are having issues with their reproductive systems or even their kidneys, bladder, or ureters or urethra, 
all of those organs can be affected by this chakra. So positive traits of this chakra are sexuality, creativity, and openness, and negative traits are too much focus on sex, uh, too much focus on strong base emotions like anger or desire, too much. It's a balance, right? And also guilt and shame. So if people have a lot of that energy in their space, they probably need to have the chakra cleared. As I mentioned in my last show about the chakras, which is episode 109, that was an episode about energizing your chakras. And I gave you some suggestions about how you could send energy or flow through energy in the chakras. In this case, with this chakra, you're visualizing orange and you're saying the seed syllable vom, 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 vom. Now you do it over and over again, like a chant or like a mantra. And you visualize that color, and that can help you open up the energy in the chakra. So let's talk about this. What is the point of this chakra? Okay, it's about experiencing the world through touch, and the basic rights here are to desire, to create, to feel, and to have pleasure. It's the center of feeling, the center of intimacy, connection, and movement and change. So here's the thing. Experiencing pleasure and delight at living is the core of our existence. And it's not just sexual pleasure. It's just happiness. It's just joy at being alive. It's all of those things. It's the ability to experience pleasure and how much we allow ourselves is an indication of how we value ourselves and how we are connected to our own core, our own abode, our own identity. If we allow pleasure into our lives, it helps us feel good about ourselves. And one of the key affirmations of the chakra or awarenesses is feeling good enough. This is a major issue for a lot of people. A lot of people don't feel like they're good enough. It's some very fundamental levels. Sometimes people punish themselves because they don't think they're good enough. And that's also affecting this chakra. So some really important characteristics here are graceful movement, emotional intelligence, passion of all types. It's an, passion's an essential motivating energy for vitality, power, and creativity. It's like the passion in your life. What about the direction of your life? Do you feel good about it? Do you feel good about your day? When you get up in your day, do you feel like you're excited about what's happening and what's coming up in your day? Do you feel like you're allowed to be happy? You're allowed to have joy. You're allowed to have good things happening in your life. Do you feel like you're enough? And this is really important because when we have those positive feelings, they drive us to create a life that is an expression of that. So it is definitely a chakra of manifesting. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about manifesting. We're going to talk about some of the challenges with the chakra and some things that you can do to heal the chakra. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, 
consciousness, or massage. We have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Okay, we're back. All right. So with the earlier chakras, the lower chakras we talked about, like the right to exist, the right to take up space, the right to have your life. Those are the lower chakras, like the earth between the fees, between the knees. And the root chakra is about feeding your body with energy, vitality, and having the energy to get things done. The second chakra, or that's what it's called traditionally, or the sacral chakra, which is what I call it because we work with 18 chakras in my system instead of just seven. But this chakra is about taking that energy that's coming up from the earth, that's feeding your body, your physical body, and then taking it and having a desire and a joy of experiencing life and then expressing that creatively. And how do you express that? You express that in the ways you make money, the ways you spend money, the ways you come up with new ways of looking at things, new ideas, options, and experiences, the ways you express yourself creatively. Now, it's interesting about creativity because a lot of people think, quote, I'm not creative. And that's not true. You don't have to paint. You don't have to do ceramics. You don't have to write poetry to be creative. Some people are creative problem solvers. They find ways to solve problems that are really interesting, right? One time I heard about a story where someone was given a challenge. They were given $10 and they had to get through 24 hours on the streets of a city with 10 bucks. That was it. And... If I remember the story correctly, they went to a blood bank. They donated some blood so they could get some money that way. And then they found some work and did some work so then they could have enough money to have a place to stay and also have enough food for the day. It was a very creative way of solving a problem. Deficiencies in this chakra can lead to rigidity in body and attitudes blocking a sense of well-being, you're afraid of options, you're afraid of intimacy or sexuality, you're afraid of interacting with people, so you might have poor social skills, there's a lack of intimacy or deeper connection in life, there's a lack of desire or passion or excitement, and depression can show up in the chakra as well. One of the things I'll talk about when I talk about the upper chakras later in this series is Opening up the upper chakras floods positive energy and light through the body, down through the central channel, and that can make it all the way to the lower chakras, including the sacral chakra, to clear that energy of depression out. You could also visualize white light in your sacral chakra to help clear that energy. If there's too much energy focused in the second chakra or sacral chakra, you could experience depression as well. Or there could be sex addiction. There could be acting out of emotions. There could be intense emotional reactions to situations that far exceeds the actual 
seriousness of the experience or exceeds the intensity of the experience. I call that a high emotional charge. So like if a situation is on a scale of one to five, or actually one to 10, actually, that's even better. A scale of one to 10, if a situation that's upsetting is like a, really a three, but you're acting like it's an eight, you might have too much energy flowing through your sacral chakra. So sometimes people are in a bipolar manic stage or people who are into crises and they just go from one burning fire to another in their lives, they may have too much energy flowing through the chakra. So you can visualize the chakras opening up, but you can also visualize them not closing all the way, but narrowing, getting smaller. So not as much energy is flowing through. Sometimes people have too much energy flowing through the front, but not enough flowing out through the back. The front of the chakra is relationships with other people. And the back is your relationship with yourself. And a lot of people really need to work on their relationships with themselves, like listening to their inner needs, speaking their inner truth, feeling what's going on in their own bodies and paying attention to that. Also, sometimes people flowing too much energy through this chakra are into manipulating or controlling others or being seductive, overly seductive, or invading other people's boundaries, or there's an emotional dependency or an obsessive attachment. And so ways to work with that is like if that's going on, that chakra definitely needs to be um, cleared out. It needs to be closed down a little bit. It needs to be violet flamed and then charged with orange energy. And ways to see this on a physical level is if people have issues with their reproductive organs, they have urinary tract infections, sometimes they have uh, menstrual pain that's called dysmenorrhea, they could have tumors, especially urine tumors, they could have frigidity or difficulty experiencing pleasure or joy during sex or premature ejaculation for the men folk, and also low back pain. And even a loss of appetite for food or sex or life or their emotions are deadened. A lot of times when people are experiencing trauma, the chakra closes down and it needs to be opened up. And those are signs of that. If the chakra is closed down, there's no desire to eat. They don't want to go out and experience life. They have physical problems or challenges or infections in that area. So these are all signs that something's going on with that chakra. So what can people do? Because sometimes this chakra is also affected by abuse or trauma in early childhood or even later. Um, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, being rejected by someone, and also even a denial of a child's feelings emotionally can result in this chakra being closed down. Sometimes if people are emotionally manipulated or they just can't move their bodies, like sometimes when kids are restricted by a playpen and they can't move around, they can't go around and touch and experience different things. And you know how babies are always putting things in their mouths? They're, they're experiencing, they're feeling sensation. They're stimulating their brain by doing that, right? If they don't necessarily have an opportunity to do that very much, that can affect the chakra as well. Also, sometimes if someone's in a very strictly religious family and they're told to ignore or disregard their sexuality or they're not allowed to express it 
or there are families where there's a lot of codependent behavior, or they're not allowed to have their feelings or to express them in front of their animal, their, or if they have feelings, but they're not allowed to express them in front of their family members, that can affect or shut down the chakra. Okay, so what can you do about it? If any of these things apply to you or to people you know, what can you do about it? Okay, movement is key. So you def- there, there's actually a thing called movement therapy, and there are different aspects of this, and there are also other ways to move, like dance is a really good one. Walking is a good one. Tai Chi is good. Yoga is good. Um, actual movement therapy, where they do specific exercises to move the body, especially getting the pelvis moving, because that opens up that chakra. If you can do sessions with someone to do emotional release work, to clear out the trauma from childhood or shame or guilt or not feeling good enough, that's really helpful. Some people would benefit from seeing a sex therapist, honestly. Some people would benefit from working with self-pleasuring techniques and learning how to have a sexual relationship with themselves. That's really important. Some people um, would benefit from getting talk therapy to understand their social anxieties. These are all things, or family traumas. There, I have an episode, actually, it's podcast 35. It's the power of releasing guilt. And it can help you let go of different feelings of guilt and negativity. Um, that's a suggestion to also clear energy associated from this chakra. And I have an episode number 52 called the power of the idea. And it's helping people with creativity. They can also work with this chakra. Also, having healthy boundaries. Now, there are all kinds of books out there about that. There are groups about that. But learning how to have healthy boundaries of knowing what you want, what you like, what you don't, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, that's also very important. So um, I'm going to give you an exercise. Like, Imagine one of the things you could do is mirror work. And there are a lot of different types of mirror work. So sometimes people look in a mirror and they look at themselves and they talk to themselves in the mirrors and they say positive affirmations. But regarding the second chakra, if you can dance in front of the mirror and have fun while doing it and releasing feelings of rejection or negative thoughts or thinking about it, that is a very great way to move your body in front of the mirror especially opening up your legs, your pelvis, moving your torso, all these things can really move the energy through that second chakra. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions and just notice what comes up for you. You can listen to this later and list these questions again and see what you notice. So when you do the mirror meditation or let's say you go out dancing in public, like you go out to a club or something, right? Do you allow yourself to really let go? Do you let yourself dance in public and express yourself through dance? Do you let yourself do it or do you feel awkward or self-conscious? That's something. Um, Another question specifically about sexuality, because that is part of what this chakra is about, is do you honor that? Do you have issues with your sexuality or do you honor it? Are you okay with it or do you have things you need to work through, right? Do you need touch and affection? If you do, 
How do you get that? Do you get that in healthy ways or unhealthy ways? <laughs> you can look and see, like, how are you getting that? There are different kinds of touch too, right? There's friendly, supportive, loving, non-sexual touch. And there's also, of course, sexual touch, right? How do you experience these things? And if those are things that you need to work on, how can you create positive relationships with people? I read a study a number of years ago, and sadly, I don't have the information on that, but it's probably out there somewhere on the internet. But it was a psychoneuroimmunology study about the power of hugs, as an example. And it said that you needed 14 hugs a day for improved immune function. And that was interesting. So that need for touch that people have, that's why people go and get massage, right? It's healthy touch. They need, because touch stimulates our brains. And it opens us up to creative possibilities and experiences. So can you go and connect with friends and get some healthy hugs, boost your immune function? And then do you feel like you're deserving of happiness? Do you feel like it's okay for you to have positive things happening in your life? That's really important as well. Do you feel like you're okay to have those things? So I'm going to give you some affirmations that you could do. And if you're feeling like, negative or you're not feeling like your chakra's open or you're not feeling like you can have these things, you could say these things. You could write them down. You could record them in your own phone and listen to them. One of them is, I deserve pleasure in my life. Remember, this is all different types. It's okay to feel good is another one. How about I unconditionally love and approve of myself at all times? That's a good one. I unconditionally love and approve of myself at all times. I trust in my own perfection. I'm good enough to have what I want. I've used that one on numerous occasions. I'm good enough to have what I want. I release negative attitudes. I release negative attitudes. I release negative attitudes. I give myself permission to enjoy my sexuality. That's a good one too. And this is key. I am enough. What I do is enough. What I have is enough. And who I am and what I do is enough. I'll repeat that one. I am enough. What I do is enough. What I have is enough. Who I am and what I do is enough. Now, if you sat there and dug into that and looked at all of your feelings, do you feel like you're enough? Do you feel like what you do and what you have is enough? Most of us have feelings about that one. (laughs) Who I am and what I do is enough. Okay, that's key. Think about it. Do you feel like what you have is enough? Do you feel like what you do is enough? If you don't, what can you do to let go of those negative feelings? What can you do to let go of feelings of scarcity? What can you do to let go of feelings of poverty? Or what can you do to let go of feelings of judging yourself? If you want to do more, how can you be creative and find ways to do more so that you can create the life that you want? It is doable. It's reorganizing your resources, your thoughts, your talents, your feelings, your time, and managing those things so that you can create more of what you want. If you don't like how your life is, what can you do about it? How can you create it? And if you do like how your life is, how can you appreciate it even more? All right, so that's information on the sacral chakra. I hope that that was helpful. Feel free to share this with friends. And if you'd like to learn how to regulate the 
flow through your sacral chakra in person or long distance. I can help you. I have been doing energy work for 30 plus years professionally and much longer in my life. And I would love to help you out. So you can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618 for a long distance or in-person session. Or you can go to my website, read my blog, look at information at www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And we're going to be talking more about the chakras in future installments of this series. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Remember to move with your power into your magnificence. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.